Relationship status. It's your girl, Neat Cruz. Tisha Samuel, aka Professor T. CL Butler. And your boy, Yusuf in the building. And remember that you can catch us on relationshipstatuspodcast.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Nobody Grinds Like Us, Amazon Music, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast for free. Neat, how's the week treating you? Good so far. No Good. complaints. Oh, I forgot to ask you a question, Neat. What? What did you forget to ask me? Where are we today? Where are we today? Yes. We are at Elaine's Kitchen Deluxe at 2421 Second Loop Road, Florence, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Good food, good people. Very good food. Make sure you ask for Crystal Dorsey. Tell her I sent you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Crystal, for the great food and the great service. <laughs> and guys, we're here on what day of the week is? It's hump day. <laughs> I, I'm, I was about to say oh, something. Wow, I forgot what show I was on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. Is this hump day still? It is hump day. It's hump day. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Nick, how's your week going so far? No complaints. It's good. So far. So far. Okay. okay. T, how's your no, Professor super, T? Super huh? fantastic. Yeah. Can't, like Nick, you can't complain. I mean, I could, but for what? No. <laughs> Brother C. Yes. How's your week going, brother? It's going well. It's going well? It's going well. On this big Wednesday. Big Wednesday. Got big Wednesday energy. Mm. You know, I've um, been watching and observing some things. Oh. Oh. Like? Yes. like sure. Elaborate. Uh, I won't. Why? Because <laughs> uh, it's not time. Oh, okay. You know, like old Bartles and James. Neek, are you familiar with no, Bartles I'm and not. James? No, I'm not. Of course I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, isn't it no wine will be served, I mean, be served before it's time? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this tea, I'm going to wait to serve it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. Well, Brother C, mm-hmm. we are joined again. We are. Wait a minute. Yusuf, how's your week? Oh, oh, it's going good. Another week of school. Kids. Life. That's it? Yeah, it's going good. Don't have much going on there, do you? Nope. Okay. Number <laughs> work. I got it. Number work. I got it. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to know how long this was going to last. No, right. no, I'm just saying. <laughs> we, we can't win, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's like we don't elaborate enough. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah. We got it. We got yeah. It. Always. We always got it. Yeah. No matter what. Right. If, uh, let's say perhaps, right? Perhaps. If you were a DJ. If I was. What would your DJ name be? Oh, I was I, I was trying to be a DJ once. Were you? Yes. Hmm. Do tell. <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't last long. It didn't. Why? I could not see why. Oh, I can tell you why. You have the headphones. I can tell you why. <laughs> why is that? Uh, this is when DJ Blaze first started out. Uh-huh. His name at the time was uh, the Fireman, DJ the, Fireman. 
DJ Fireman. Yeah. Y'all not very no, he, had, he, had, he had a lot of different names. Before DJ he, Fireman. Before he got to Blaze. Who were you, right. DJ Police Officer? No, I wasn't. Oh. Okay. No, I wasn't. The crew. Uh, and I was like, I saw him up there. This is when um, they went from uh, vinyl records to then they started doing the CDs that they actually had to stick in the slots. Uh-huh. So he had one of those. Yeah, then he was doing a talent show. Okay. Okay, so I was like, uh, and it was at Francis Mary. So I came to support at the talent show. And I had told him that, yo, I'm trying to DJ. Okay. And he was like, yo, come on, just just get on it. You just do this, you do that, do this. I was like, I got it. It didn't work out too well. You, you didn't have it? <laughs> I didn't have it. You didn't have it. Okay. <laughs> I was on and off in five minutes. Okay. So you didn't have the juice. No, I didn't have the juice. So you wasn't young Quincy. No, I was. Okay. But my name was just, my nickname was DJ Yosh. That Y'all have to do better. <laughs> I mean, that was it. Y'all have to do better. That's, I mean, it wasn't nothing else to, okay. nothing else to go by. Okay. Well, we, we're glad you chose podcasting over DJing. Yeah, I'm glad too. Cause <laughs> yes. The way the people were looking at me was like, please make okay. it stop. Okay, Miss so. Miss K Antoinette. Yes. What do you have to share with us? What do you, what do, what, what do you have going on here? We need to know about anything. What do you mean <laughs> that you need to know about? I, what is what is this? It's just an open time to share. This is a safe space. It might be something that's just on your spirit. Well, it's, it's nothing on my spirit. Okay, now okay. I think a good place to start since this is the relationship status podcast. Mm-hmm. Is Yes. Jump right in and tell us your relationship status. Yes, tell us. My something. relationship status. I am currently single. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready to mingle? I took the words out of my mouth. Single and dating. Sing- single and waiting. Single, single but not alone. Single and working on you. Single and on a hiatus a little bit. A hiatus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So single yeah. and enjoying. Yeah. Okay. 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 Does that run us into our first one? Does it? <laughs> okay. You're not finding yourself, are you? Uh, no, everybody's always finding themselves, hopefully. That's what I say. <laughs> so you don't need to take a break from nothing else to find yourself. No, I'm just okay. taking a break from people. <laughs> okay. Okay. Understandable. Well, what are we starting at today? Professor T. Today we are starting at the conversation of challenges that we face with dating. And talking challenges. about some challenges that millennials face, but not just millennials. Some of those challenges transcend over into other generations as well. Oh, they do. They absolutely do. They do. Here it's uh, women keep saying it's hard to date, but I don't see why. I don't I haven't, I haven't pinned down like the. You don't get to three. not see why because you're yeah. a man. Oh you're no, no, I'm understand. not in women's business. I just don't see why. I'm not, I'm not gonna say nothing or do nothing about it. I just don't see. <laughs> but I understand. I understand why you say that because a lot of men approach us, but you're trying to understand why is it so hard for us to get on a date? Why is it so hard for us to date? Yeah, date someone. Since there are a lot of single women from out here. And another reason why you don't see why it's a problem is because if people were to date the way that you date, it wouldn't be a problem. Yep. Oh, wow. Boom. Okay. Yep. You're right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hear no lies. Wait, look, look. I'm waiting for the music. <laughs> nah, nah, I hear no lies now. You you own it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, really. Girl preaching. That's, Girl, that's what it is. Talking. Yeah, that's yes. what it is. Because you don't see dating as a problem. You see it as an opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. And so. And you got to have something to share. You do. You do. So you have to have a certain amount of experiences Mm -hmm. to share with people. and You don't need to overwhelm them with everything at once. No. I think sometimes women tell too much up front. Like? Everything. (laughs) 
<laughs> Everything I'm going to judge you on later. <laughs> I was with this guy for three years. It didn't yeah, work out. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Day one. I, I don't understand how you tell me all these things and then I'm getting a fifth degree. Okay. Which is an older term. Mm-hmm. I'm an older man. Um, I don't understand how. Well, I shouldn't say I don't understand. I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. There's an excessive need to share so much. One of the reasons why there's a lot of sharing is because dating starts to feel like an interview sometimes Mm -hmm. in the beginning where women a lot of times aren't just voluntarily sharing. They're being asked several questions. No, the stuff they're sharing is not the stuff you need to be worried about. That's what they're not sharing. When they may need to stop asking those questions. That's a distraction. I mean, no, I, don't ask, I, look, you, know how, you can ask a woman, what's your name? And just relax. <laughs> no. No? Oh, that's a lot. That's <laughs> you know, like, a lot. I mean, I think part of it is uh, being afraid that if I don't ask this question, if I don't share this information, then can I really um, have something to complain about or say if it goes wrong? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you can have something I to mean, play about yeah, either way. But, but people are approaching it kind of like uh, trying to correct the situation before it's a situation. Yeah. Oh, I agree. so women come in trying to prevent the problem. I didn't yeah. say women, I said people. You didn't. I said women. Yeah. <laughs> because there are some men too that share a lot in the beginning. A, a lot. lot. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> oh my God. A whole lot. Oh my geez. A whole lot. Yeah. Even in men to men relationships, why are you telling me all this stuff? <laughs> I don't need to know this, brother. <laughs> I think what? people in general, when they feel like they have a sounding board, which is oh. very rarely uh, the case, you know, a lot of people don't actively listen mm-hmm. the way they think they do. So when they find people that can do that, they just kind of just they go bombard them. Yeah. yeah, they bombard them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So women experience the same thing. What do you mean? Like, let me yeah. make sure I understand. Like, your men question. come in and just tell you everything. Everybody they dated when they broke up. Blah, blah, blah. You're no. asking. I've you. had men to do that. I've more often had men to withhold, okay. but I've ha- also had the the men that sh- overshare. I've never had a man overshare though. Never. Mm-mm. Professor T. Have I had a man overshare? I don't really think so. Um, okay. Because your truth is your truth. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a problem per se with someone sharing voluntarily. I'm not going to ask a lot of questions about things that I don't necessarily want to know about in the beginning. But if they share, I feel like if it's coming from a good place, like I've seen people share for manipulative purposes, Mm -hmm. maybe either to try to get some type of sympathy or something, thinking that that's the way to this thing that they want. Mm -hmm. But I think if it's a mature man who is sharing from a, you know, a very sincere place, I think that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Men? What do, what do the men think? <laughs> when goes. a woman when a woman tells you those things, what do what do we think? Tell me too much. What are some examples of too much? Um, if there's a constant reference, um, just to unnecessary things. But what's unnecessary? Okay, you, like I don't okay. care about. But um, what don't you care about? That's the question uh, we're asking you. Give us an well, example. You told me you used to go to married man. Like I'm lost right here. Like, oh uh, yeah. Oh, you'll like, never know that. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't because I will judge you. <laughs> right, I, I shall be judging you. Yeah, I mean, like somebody told me that once. Told yeah. me that specific thing once. Yeah, a woman actually told me that. And I've judged them. I slept like, with two married men. I, and, and you're choosing not to sleep with me on the first like, date? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. But now, if she just told you that, as, like, y'all were having a conversation. We're having a conversation. And, that, yeah. and that came up like, oh, yeah, I've done I that met, before. I didn't ask her, what she's, did she sleep with a married man? She just... 
But it, uh, I do oh, feel like it depends on the conversation. I take that back, Neek. It was. I didn't ask, but it's a situation where a child was involved. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she said, and I was like, well, well that, was ne- oh. that was relevant information then. Yeah, it was. You better watch what you say and who you say it to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that point. But, she didn't have know. to tell me that because he's not in the child's life. He's not in her life. I don't know if that's necessary. I agree. I think that as women, we need to remember that uh, the things that some men may be able to get away with, judgment-free, women absolutely will not be able to. And I agree with that, but I don't think you should withhold uh, information for the sake of other people's perspective so much. Yeah, well, I agree saying, with I'm that. I'm not saying withhold, yeah. but I do think, I do think, I'm not saying <laughs> I think withhold. you need to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can be open without mm-hmm. flooding a person with no, I, inform- without. Yeah, but, like, even with the example CL gave, there was a child involved by a married man. She if didn't you have get, to tell me she But was if married. she gets involved with you and this father decides to come in, you're going to want to know that situation, right? No. You would like to know the situation up front, then learning it down the line, and then you have this well, extra if, woman or extra If he man hadn't been involved, in. well, I didn't see anything long-term with her, so maybe that's the perspective I'm speaking on. Mm-hmm. She was on a package. Okay. 30, 60, 90. <laughs> you know so, what? what? The premium package. <laughs> yeah, 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 but now, yeah. that wouldn't be a conversation I have with you on I the didn't first think date. It, well, I, didn't, I don't think you have that conversation up front. That's what I'm getting at. You can at. tell yeah. me 120 I, days from what now. What is the purpose of sharing some of the things yeah. that you're sharing just for oh, conversational reasons? I, I was baffled because you know, I'm going like, to judge like you. I get you can share because it's your truth and you want to be transparent, but sometimes if we don't, look at motive, like don't why are you sharing that sometimes. in particular? But you think maybe that they have nowhere to go with, with conversation and so all they can do is talk about? That could be a part of it. And it could. I think in some instances people really are asking questions that lead to those kinds of yeah. admissions. The conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kind of steers towards that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know turn it. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. No, I and was just. I also feel like people are more comfortable being honest with their lives of where they're at and what's going on. Like, okay, I slept with a married man. I have a child by him. You know. Here it stick is. around after well, this. Why? Yeah. Then we're good. Then we're good, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. But I mean, then, okay, then bye. If, if, Probably another man might be. Person okay, right. oh, Some people might be okay. If we have one of those arguments and take it there. Take it where? <laughs> you don't want to slept with a married person. <laughs> so you talk, oh, we're doing are, low blows. Are you, yeah, are you, are you questioning who but I am childish. as a person? Oh, it's not childish if it's relevant. But, but it's not if that person uh-uh. is before, if the event occurred before the two of you. Because some people yeah. share their past, their past mm-hmm. to talk about how they've grown. They want to they mm-hmm. share with Why the person Why do women how, believe that? It's we not are judging women, you on that. It's people. No, people. I'm, I'm talking specifically to women. Why do you think your past is not relevant? Believe it or not, CL. Okay. It literally comes up in some conversations. Some men ask. It comes up in conversations. They'll ask certain questions that lead to that. And you have some men, they want to know. They they say things like, I don't want to be that guy that comes around like your family or your cookout or your homecoming. And I'm the only guy that doesn't know that there mm-hmm. are four people there that you might have dealt with. Yep. So I'm just giving you an example okay. of how that might come. Okay. Now, did you have four boyfriends or was you to jump off at the school? Because it's different if you have four boyfriends. I, I hear you. And, but I'm just trying to give an example. Or if you were the sneaky link. Yeah, like I'm, I'm out. But that is a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But why would I, you judge someone by their past? Neek, 
Something was before Because I you. am not perfect. I judge people. That's it. That's just it. People judge people. I don't know why y'all just won't admit you judge people. Very judgy energy over here. Yes, yes. Very judgy. Oh, but he, does, he doesn't shy away from it. It's great. I, and I, I get what you're saying, too. I think what women are doing is... When we start dating men, that comes with its own set of like expectations of what you've done in your past. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be true, but nine times out of ten, it probably is. And mm -hmm. so women are saying, hey, I got some stuff in my past, too. If I'm already expecting to accept you with whatever you're coming with, then this mm -hmm. is what I'm coming with, and then we can go from there. See, but I, I think agree with that. That too. goes back to the earlier point. Like, men can get away with things that women necessarily but just because that's because the of the it's, yeah. it's, it's just because of the the way it's taken the information is taken in and processed right and i get that but just because that's the norm doesn't make it it's not right, right. no yeah. by no means are we saying it's right right like by no means is it right okay but it's just what is right you know something there's a lot of things shoot racism ain't right but it, it is but we still challenge it's just that. we challenge it and we're, we're, we're here challenging these points as well mm -hmm. but at the end of the day if you go into your next situation and you say, hey, I once had an an experience mm -hmm. with multiple people. Mm -hmm. You will be judged by the dude. Like, he's going to be like, oh, it's either going to be he but wants something else from you, or but you've just changed in his eyes. But it's funny how we'll, like, a guy will hear something about a female out of her own mouth. She told you herself. You're judging her. Your perception of her has changed. But you can come and tell her, Look, I have this reputation that I know you've heard of. It's my past. It's not me, and I want to get to know you. And we're supposed to accept you. Okay, okay. Hey, hey listen. It's not it's, first of all. You have to use the term "woman." Woman, not female. Oh, my okay? apologies. Thank you. I was very offended. <laughs> Why are you? Uh, um, no, I was offended for women. Oh, my apologies. I stand with black women. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> secondly, there's a double standard, Nick. You probably heard my reputation and wanted to find out something about it. Nobody never told me about a woman. And I was like, and she had a loose reputation and was like, I want to go with her. I might say I want to have sex with her, but I never said I want to go with her because she slept with 30 dudes. And I will say this, guys. Mm -hmm. I think both Neek and Kay Antoinette can probably attest to maybe men in their age group. Mm-hmm probably seem to be a little bit more open and less judgmental. Are they? they are. No. I think they're yeah. I think it's a changing happening, but it's still there. It's still it's it's very yeah, it's, covert. It's definitely there. Oh, is this, yeah. yeah, it's this very will be covert. slut shaming what I'm talking about, right? Something like that, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean that's in the ballpark. Okay. So okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, but I've had men that are, you know But no problem. <laughs> Y'all don't have a really problem a man do you all. Not that you don't. Not that you do. Do you all have a problem with a man having a reputation? I've dated men that had reputation. That's what I'm saying. I mean, your past is your past. As long as I'm focused on the here. Yes, and that's mm -hmm. what the woman is supposed to say. The no, 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 not supposed to. The man not supposed to say that. That's your past. You say, no, brother. I think with my generation though, we're starting to to question that idea of yes, I can. I'm gonna immediately probably judge you, right? Because gender roles and beliefs are there, mm -hmm. right? But what what do I do to act on that judgment? So you know, can I get past this? Can I connect it back to hey, this was what I've done in my past. This person's past looks like mine, so let's just move forward together. Okay, now 
okay, if you have a real story, mm-hmm. let's say you had a, because a whole phase is all right. But when you was uh, like a nasty girl, <laughs> like a nasty, nasty girl, well, you may have gotten molested. Okay. And then it, like, I could understand that better. Not that it makes it easier, but I, I could understand if something's happened to you, you had no control over, and then you had to figure out yourself how to deal with them, mm-hmm. and you've done some things, looking for love, and sometimes those things run concurrent. So I'm yeah. going to translate what you said. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> what you said, if I'm not mistaken, is that you would be a little bit more open and understanding to a woman who is a little bit more sexually free based on trauma than you would if she was sexually free based on choice. Yes. Hey, that's most honest. men. But that's <laughs> most men. What's your honest? This is my... <laughs> you feel yeah. Yes. That's most men. Women are I can allowed. understand that, though. Yeah. yeah. Women aren't allowed to express themselves in a sexual way. That's just, and That's if we, we are, protect y'all. if we if we do, we have to do it within boundaries and borders. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't have boundaries. You should have boundaries, but it shouldn't be oppressive. Yeah. Okay. Me not wanting you to sleep with everybody is oppressive. Okay, but if I'm with you and this is my past. That has nothing to do with our connection. And you have to understand Pants when you that. say I told you everybody. It doesn't work like that. I know. And I'm, challenge, I'm challenging <laughs> that thought challenge. process. It just doesn't work like that. But it should. And how do we get no. to a point from it don't work like that? It's just the way it is. Some things are double standards and it's okay. Okay. so It's men not help. okay sometimes. <laughs> it's not. No, listen, you have to understand when, it, when men say everybody, that can be just two guys they know. Right. So that could be the same thing for <laughs> women too. No, because if I know if I knew somebody, you like, well, I don't care. That that was before me. It doesn't matter. I have you now. A man can't stand this. Like yeah. he had you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want this anymore. Yeah, I, I yeah, I know why I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I do. She out there sleeping with everybody, and well, he probably was the only one she slept with. No, I would do my research. Okay. Yeah, I'm not just gonna believe somebody because they told me that. I'm going to look into it, and if I see, you know, I understood why you slept with me on the first day. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you said, like, no. Wait a minute. I'm just saying because you're here. <laughs> well, let's just say, you know, Nelson. Nelson. You know, Nelson. You slept with Nelson the first day? I know he's a creep. But you can't sit here and look at a female and tell she has trauma, and that's why I said she's if she told If she told me. You'd be more understanding. But you won't, understanding. I could you understand won't it know. Yeah, no one her past, you won't know until later. you have that conversation. Well, well, let me tell you something, Nick. I, I am a very good conversationalist. Yes, you are. And I can get to that. And if a woman or a person, if you ask the right questions, <laughs> they will tell you what you need to know. And ladies, that does shade. Just not <laughs> go back to what we were saying earlier about women oversharing sometimes because of the questions that men yeah. ask. Because okay. she may not be comfortable telling you that yet. I wouldn't ask. No, I think more so. We I wouldn't ask that directly. Have you been? But I think that is a question you ask, like somebody you get involved with. Have you have you been molested or childhood raped trauma? Or, yeah. I, yeah, I think when you get into, I a think that's fair, absolutely. But you telling me that, I might understand why you react that way. Right. Yeah, like yeah. so. But to to your point, T, like you just said. um, God, that threw me off a little bit. No, I didn't. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, you're talking about sharing. Right. You ask the question, it leads mm-hmm. into that. I may ask a question of, do you want a turkey sandwich? Mm-hmm. 
and you give me everything else. I didn't ask for your sexual history. I mean, some people. I just asked yeah. if you wanted a turkey sandwich. I, I hear you. And that's what that's what we mean by that. What what CL's talking about is if this is some information that he wants to get to the bottom of, mm-hmm. finding a way to have the conversation mm-hmm. to get to that point. Gotcha. Yeah. And once you get to that point, I might want to protect you more. But I think you got to have the conversation. And um, I wish it was different. I wish women could experience everything men have experienced because you think we have it so freely. Is that what I said? I think that's what you think sometimes. Now, it's not what <laughs> that you said. You didn't say that. But I think sometimes. In what way have I made you think that that's how I think? Uh, about women? Because oh, you, you said women have been oppressed sexually. Is that not true? Oh, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with you. I got you. But. All the liberties you think men have, we don't actually have them. We have more than you, and we are the oppressors of women mm-hmm. sexually. But I think it's sometimes more about protection, not about, I just want you to experience every man you want to experience. Is it about protection, or is some of it about ego? And yeah. control. Ego and control. Because what are you protecting us from? I'm protecting you from having a bunch of babies okay. with sorry men okay. who cause damage, okay. who may traumatize you. Okay. Then you want to date me. So you're protecting us from other men. I'm protecting you from yourself because you're part of the problem. Say, so we're not. You're part of the problem? What, we're some, not, we're not capable speaking. of protecting ourselves oh, you're in very some ca- You're very capable. But sometimes <laughs> emotionally, sometimes emotionally, women aren't capable or people aren't capable mm-hmm. of making a decision. Or No, women aren't. No, people. I'm saying people, people, okay. people, human beings, look, all humans, listening humans like. are incapable uh-huh. of making decisions when their emotions are involved. Mm-hmm. Now, have you teached men that same protection of t- talking to them and telling all, all them the that they don't need to have four or five babies? Because I can only make all, one all the, at listen, a time for nine months. Listen, I he dealt, can make nine. I dealt with a lot of kids who don't have fathers. And just me having to yell at them or instructing them a certain way, it's not because they have a problem with me. Mm-hmm. They've never, a, co- a kid literally told me, I never had a man talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not my daddy. Mm-hmm. That's obvious. But he's never experienced that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think we had more dads and more people who just, you know what? I'm not going to impregnate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, guys, in terms of the topic where we're talking about challenges that we face with dating, how exactly does this tie in? Are we saying that for men, there's the hesitancy sometimes with women if there's this thought that maybe she had this, you know, sexual free phase? Is that what we're saying? Is that how we're tying this into the challenges oh, yeah, that yeah, we yeah. face? With we dating? always think whatever number you say is you, too much. It's it's too much. But <laughs> yeah, we got another no. number. Why like, you sign out at me with I'll that? Like, it's, yeah, it's like <laughs> you tell me three, it's got to be nine. Yeah, yeah nine. I told you. You can tell them two. It's gonna be yeah, like yeah. It's gonna 10. be too much regardless. <laughs> so yeah, and that is ego driven. And mm-hmm. but, but you are right, Professor T. That's that's what it kind of comes mm-hmm. down to. And it's, turns into an algebra problem. She said two two x plus <laughs> three yeah. y yeah times seven. <laughs> oh, that's how much it really is. And how do we fix that? Besides just conversation. I have an unpopular opinion about that. Okay, go ahead. Um, I think truly one of the ways is to be more progressive in our thinking. Um, This is one of the ones where I do think we need to stop applying this traditional thinking 
to this problem because as we continue to evolve, like it's the 21st century, guys, people are not going to go back to this idea of women being pure mm-hmm. or society's <gasps> definition of pure. Dang. I'm just. Yeah, because women were raised to find a husband, have kids, find a man that's going to provide for you. Don't give it to just anybody. Hold it in, and men are like a taught. Sounds to, like a good plan to me. I mean, no, I hear you, but, but men are taught the opposite. That's not the reality. No, men aren't taught men, the opposite. Men, are, not yeah, taught the men opposite. are taught to not put all your eggs in one basket. I never was taught. I don't that. know what men taught. <laughs> I never taught that. Go out. My mama told out. me not to ever have sex till I got married. Really? That's all I've ever heard. Really? But yes. the choice was there. What? The, when the, I found out I had choices, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not as females, but the societal um, freedom for you to choose to have that and not be judged for it was there. Well, it didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. And this is how judgment works with me. If I don't care about you, I really don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. Only the people I care about are the people who can judge me. Like, right. You might get a laugh off or in that moment, but I don't really care. Right. But I was raised within a village, and these are the people who count. And these are the people who hold me accountable. Yeah. There's no such thing as you got in trouble in school. My grandma had something to say. My uncles had something to say. My daddy had something to say. His friend that worked at his shop forever, <laughs> he had something to say. So I was always had accountability all the way around the board. Mm-hmm. My mama told me something, and it was ridiculous. My dad said the same thing. Y'all mm-hmm. are crazy. This is not right. But it was all one united front. And we're adults. So we have the opportunity as adults to make better decisions. We can decide today, I'm, I'm going to be less judgmental or I'm going to be less close-minded. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, before it can transform, we actually have to redirect how we teach our children. Mm-hmm. And okay. we have to accept that children today are going to grow up in a world where the world actually embraces, mm-hmm. you know, whether I don't care how uncomfortable it makes you, where the world, even in the curriculum, even in society, where it's saying we need to stop lying to children and making them feel ashamed for those natural physical desires that they have mm-hmm. because it's a part of their growth and development. And we need to teach them what those feelings mean and teach them how to make responsible decisions with them. Mm-hmm. A lot of us would hear things like stop being fast. Yep. Right. Mm. Be- that was for it. having natural. That's wrong. It's just, it's, it's, it's not what, If it's a, if, Everybody goes through puberty, right? Your hormones get to a certain stage. You're starting to become a sexual being. That is the experience of people, men and women. Mm-hmm. But for women, we're told to close it up. Yep. <laughs> you don't like no boy. You're not taught like. And see, us looking like, and what's wrong with what's that? Wrong with that? <laughs> because you don't learn. So when you don't learn in a healthy way about your sexuality, you make ignorant choices. Absolutely. <laughs> and which you jump which out goes there. to. You connecting that with emotions and stuff like that. Okay, they didn't work out with this guy. Let me go have this, you know, sex with this guy. And then because you don't know that you can have a conscious choice about your sexuality, you're connecting it with your emotions. Mm -hmm. Now you got four or five babies, you know, because we don't teach women to even, we don't educate on sex. We We barely educate men. So that's another thing. Yeah, We educate each other ignorantly. And and then we expect for... (laughs) Us to become adults and make good choices with that stuff. So I'm going to say something, and it's probably going to make some of you uncomfortable, but it's the <clears> truth. <throat> like, naturally, little boys begin to experience uh, wet dreams, okay? Yeah. Something that naturally begins to happen with them. But we get uncomfortable at the idea of an adolescent girl experiencing similar physical feelings that mm-hmm. her body is naturally going to 
allow her to experience. So society says it's normal for little boys to go through this stage or this phase. But when little girls go through it in a, in a different way, but still, they still feel those feelings, but they're being told you're fast. If you do this, or, you know, don't act on those, or you're going to go to hell because some people have heard that if you act on those feelings. So now you have someone who's trying to process this information they're being told by someone they respect and love Mm -hmm. and trying to make sense of that in a realm where the body is literally saying something different. So instead of saying that, we need to start telling them what you're feeling. God gave you that. It's Mm -hmm. natural. There's a healthy way to use it. There's a responsible way to use it. And if you use it before you're ready, here are some of the following consequences that you might run into. Like that's the healthier conversation that we need to start having with children. Shame does not work. Right. Shaming does not work at all. It doesn't. It does no. not. And pushing them out there doesn't either. What does pushing them out there mean? Like I, I think I even posted this once. A girl <laughs> said that she, as soon as her daughter turns fifteen, she's putting her on birth control and throwing her out there. And I was like, you still have to have that conversation with her. You still have to talk to her about her body, uh, the changes that are happening, and what she's going to experience. And she can't just go out there and have sex just because she's taking birth control. That's not protecting her from STIs and anything of that nature. She has to know, like, she has to know herself first before she experiences sex with anybody else. Does this mother know? Phew. I'm going to be real. <laughs> like, it's just, I know as a, as, um, as a, as a, uh, as a dad mm-hmm. um, of uh, uh, my baby's in 11th grade now, mm-hmm. um, since I would say eighth grade. I've been I'll just, you can talk to me. Um, I've seen a lot of students who's, especially when I was in college, I saw a lot of young ladies who were either very, their parents were extremely strict on them and kept them bottled up. And as soon as they got a chance to get free, it was like, mm-hmm. here we go. And then mm-hmm. I've seen the ones who have been more so a little bit more relaxed, had a, became a more relaxed, more open kind of thing. They were more apt to make lesser bad decisions coming in just from my experience in school i think that's a bit of an urban myth but okay but i'm just no uh, that, that was my experience yeah too. so and then so with my daughter i just try to let her know <clears throat> make good decisions mom and dad are always always here to talk to you i'm not gonna judge you for anything i just need you to be honest with us about what's going on and so i think that because as a parent there is no right i i don't know if there's no playbook to it it's not. And so all you can hope for is that your kid will talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that to deal with her sexuality, because I understand the things she's going through. Um, I understand. I under. I don't. I'm not a woman, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I understand that she is going through these things. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing I could do is be the dad that is the strict. This is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. there was an instance where I had to have a phone call. And I was like, no, we need to talk. We need to talk to you. You want to start dating? We need to talk to this young man. Mm-hmm. You know, let you know the expectations and, and what this and that is. All of these things that are, are uh, all these things that play parts. And it was beneficial to do that because she talks to us, you know, and even if it's uncomfortable to me. But yeah. she knows what's the right behavior and what's the wrong behavior when dealing with with young boys and mm-hmm. and how we've kind of done our best to try to raise her. So I trust her to do what she thinks is best. But I, 
like if she wants to do something, I ain't gonna say all right. In my, mind, out. <laughs> in my mind, I'm probably going to freak out. Yeah. But I have to understand that I can't, the way I deal with her, I can't deal with her in a manner that's going to send her drastically in a different direction. I have yeah. to kind of just be there. Listen, and let's deal with whatever it is mm-hmm. that we need to deal with. And okay. I, I think that that's probably the best. I'm going to do the same thing with my boys when they become of age. But I think that, to your point, a lot of parents stick their head in the sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now when the woman becomes somewhat sexually free or whatever, 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 and ex- experience things, there's nobody she's finding to me. And I could be wrong. Trying to find love in all these different places, uh, somebody to talk to, somebody to connect with, and this and the third. And guys are taking advantage of it. She's learning about sex from yeah. her peers. Yeah, exactly. Who know nothing. Who know nothing. <laughs> like, you, you better they know off, just as much as she If does. you have an open relationship with your parents, at least they would, you can come. There's some things you still can't say to me. Right. But That's how my least, mom was. At least, you, at least <laughs> we're having open dialogue about these things. And it may be uncomfortable, but if we just have the dialogue and have the conversations about it, I think that. That's where it starts. Yeah. yeah. That's where it starts. Definitely. It? Not that it's too late for us as adults, because like I said, we can change our thinking if mm-hmm. we're open to it and being right. more open-minded. Um, but as far as if it's going to change across our world, it uh-huh. has to start with us teaching our children. Definitely. My mom had an open door policy. If you, you know, if I had to tell her something, as long as I came to her, I did not get in trouble. So I didn't have a problem coming to her, talking to her. She let me, I started dating at, 12 and 13 but it was chaperone she would come with me and it was never a you don't have a boyfriend or no you ain't talking to boys that was normal she just wanted to make sure I did it in a more healthier way instead of sneaking and trying to kiss boys and all this all these things these kids do today behind oh, they were doing it back then too we, we I mean yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like she didn't want me to be a team mom So she was like, the best way I can stop you from being a teen mom is not trying to stop you from experiencing the world, but guide you. So that way you don't make stupid decisions. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, guys, uh, this has been great dialogue, and I think that we could actually talk about this so much more. We could have many more shows on the challenges that we face with dating, whether a millennial or not. Um, but let's do a wrap-up. Everybody go around and just give your one wrap-up like on the challenges with dating. Whew. There are no challenges with dating. <laughs> all right. That's CL's final okay. thought. Oh, oh geez. I, let somebody yeah. else go. <laughs> you know, you, will sure. you go ahead? I, I will be glad to. Um, I think that where it really makes a difference is when a man is interested in a woman and there's that mutual interest. I think that at the end of the day, all that matters is that the two of them are on the same page and oh, they yeah. can get past the challenges in dating. And that's when you know you've hit the jackpot. That's good. That's a good take. That was a real good take. Okay, okay. You can say ditto if you like. (laughs) (laughs) Ditto all around. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say ditto. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, so you're not going to say anything? No, (laughs) I'm not going to say not a thing. (laughs) Okay. We'll go with the guest first. Oh, I have to come up with something now. You don't. You can say ditto. Also. I said ditto already. But, okay. But um, I do feel like uh, to get to a point where we are uh, healthily dating, we have to understand that we're all people. We're all going to come with our baggage, our past. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all going to come with our red flags. And it's, it's up to you 
to really want to be compatible, find somebody who's compatible, first of all, give your time to that person, and then work towards having something of substance. Okay. And you were going to hold all that in. Girl, yeah. that was on the spot. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, yeah. and then you can close us out. Um, I would say uh, just allow yourself to be vulnerable. Um. <laughs> And accept it. <laughs> really? You got to stop. Let him be. Really? I, I, you are shaming him for where for what he wants to say. Go what ahead, is, continue. What, what, what did I say wrong, see? You didn't say nothing wrong. Okay, that's I just true. want you to do it. Oh, I have done it. Whoa. It's I have done shots it. Shots have been fired. That's the shadiness yeah. for me. Yeah, <laughs> I have done it. Let's go. I okay. have done it. Okay. You don't think so? Listen, man. Some things don't need to be discussed on air. You brought it up on here. But you brought it up on here. I'm just saying, man. All right. Duke it out. Yeah, don't keep going. I like this. Go ahead. Yourself, your turn. No, I'm done. You done messed up his point. Just know. I'm done now. Hey man. I want to see you do that more. Wanna see me do it more. He said, do as I say, not as I do. No. I haven't seen it, but I just added more. Being politically correct. I have been I have been making attempts to do. We're all a work in progress. Yeah. Oh, I always I'm, say, I'm be yourself. I'm definitely at work. Always. Oh, I'm yourself. always being myself now. It, we know. That's, 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 the, that's the only thing I know how to be. Okay. Yeah, always be yourself. See? We have to understand that people are a work in progress. Oh, no damn. one is perfect. Okay. No one is perfect at all. But we do have clocks for a reason. Okay. And, um, and sometimes the time runs out. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you didn't say that neat. You somebody clock ran out. You said this is over, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay then. So we don't have time. You got some time, but you ain't got all the time. <laughs> you don't have all. The time. All right, we're gonna go ahead and wrap well, it up here, Miss Canton. Tell the people how they can find you, you and your podcast and your blog. Okay, yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at kantonette underscore the blogger. And you can find me on Instagram at let's underscore build underscore futures. The LBF podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. And you can follow, actually, you can go visit uh, letsbuildfutures.com. That is my blog, and it has a lot of great topics that I cover on the podcast as well. So you'll see me around. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. We enjoyed having you. you. Great conversation. Thank you. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. It's your girl, Neat Cruz. Tisha Samuel, a.k.a. Professor T. C.L. Butler. And your boy, Yousef. We want to say thank you once again to Elaine's for hosting us this week. Go check them out. Good food. uh, Great service. Uh, Let them them know that Relationship Status sent you. And another thank you to Ms. K. Antoinette, the blogger, for joining us this week. Please go, if you get a chance, go listen to that podcast. It is dope. And if you're listening to it this week, you should hear a familiar voice, myself. <laughs> I was on the last two episodes and we had some great conversation about um, uh, generational curses and, and first gens. And uh, that, that was, uh, it was great being on her show. So if you get an opportunity to make sure you listen, follow and subscribe. Uh, the same thing you, we would ask you to do on our show. Remember that you can catch us on relationshipstatuspodcast.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. Nobody grinds like us, Amazon Music, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. We want to give another shout out to our fan, top fan this week, Miss Kendra Chantel. Um, and if you'd like to join the conversation or leave us a dear Neek, email us at podcast or hit us on the hotline, 843-310-8637. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at 
R-E-L-S-T-A-T podcast. And don't forget to comment, share, five-star, rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, it's Nick C.O., Professor T, and Yousef, and we are out. Peace.